Say that again. Let's just do it. Okay. Do it now. friends uh this is the long in the boot podcast the podcast coming to you from the heel of the boot of southwest louisiana and sitting across the way from myself would be deb hello hi how you doing i'm doing well hello community it's good to see you again oh <laughs> and uh you see me 24 <laughs> 7 if you'd like to get a hold of long in the boot the email uh long in the boot at gmail.com website is as always long in the boot dot com and the phone number three three seven five zero two nine zero one one and you know you can text that number too by the way so if you don't want to have your voice captured uh you, <laughs> you can you can text us as well i don't know i think the modern generation doesn't mind their voice their image their likeness um their avatar <laughs> everything well, no, no. everybody's going to create the avatar that they're the happiest with uh, for the metaverse <clears throat> we're getting ready I'm on a little. <clears throat> I'm getting ready. Uh, yeah, the metaverse. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for Facebook to shift over completely. Online presence of all of that is it is meta. It's just meta now. I'm the word. I'm yeah. already. I'm already tired. It, it's of suddenly I have at three metas in. I have to go. Oh wait, they're talking about Facebook. Okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's going to take me a minute to transition. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to be the Facebook, the face bag, whatever. Um, <sighs> It's going to go away is what's going to happen. Oh, it's going to merge into something else. All right. We, we've we just Already transitioned jumped into a, n- nothing that we needed to talk about. Okay. That's true. So uh, we're at the beginning of the show. This is where we do personal stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, so I got nothing personal against you, though. <laughs> I should hope not again. Our listening community knows 24-7 we are in each other's company for the most part. Well, you couldn't ask for better. Oh, well, I, was talking about, I was talking about me. The, anyway. All right, G-Long, you're just, you're just asking for trouble now. Asking for trouble. Okay. It must be um, so great to be you being able to talk to me. <laughs> you people know the truth. Um, I thought last time that we have gotten enough new community members that we needed to, seem. that we needed to like address again, kind of what is our our theme what is the common thread to each topic because other than the fact that we've talked about it and it interests us and we go look about it and you know well yeah we try find, to we find a seed and we try to try to find out some, hash it out yeah and try to find out some past info on that seed yeah a little bit of the be. history and a little bit of uh how it affects us now yeah, and then how how it affects us personally <laughs> and sometimes personally and also where it might go and where the future might be of it, like and, the meta. Yeah, I suppose. Like the meta. But I don't want to talk about that. No, you don't want. We've done social media. Well, we've I done, want to talk about something that Meta may very well have have put a kibosh on. Yeah, and that's that's truth. Truth. Just truth. Truth, justice, and the American way. <laughs> I don't know what the American way is anymore, though. That's kind of the well, problem. They, they dropped that, you know. Now 
with Superman. It's a uh, truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. I think is is he building back better too? Yeah, I think that's part of it, and also that <sighs> the idea of saying American way marginalizes well everybody else everybody who's not american somehow it marginalizes the majority but of the do world. you think immigrants that come to our country and and make a living here and make a life here they consider themselves americans yeah i would i would think so if you especially if you work to get it i mean why wouldn't you but americans is you know i mean we we use that term as if it's something grand. But a guy from any other country in North or, cent- or South or Central America or even North is, America is, yeah. can say, I'm an American. And they're, you know, vaguely correct. We're just regionalizing it. We, yeah. we use the term American to mean this geographical well, it's a gen- area. To me, it's that, a general term, yeah. It encompasses the whole country. And it's just, and it's easy. Uh-huh. I don't, because if, if we don't say we're an American, then we have to, Draw this whole thing out. I am a citizen. Oh, of, so then you you encom- yeah you say every single thing you are. Yeah, Bella's. I hear it. She's she's going. Nope. Mm-mm. She's being she's being abusive. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> yes. All right. Um, now we've done that. We've, okay. We've so truth. Brain to our country <laughs> or our new community. Yeah, truth. What. The question we have, we had a lot of questions actually. We started looking into this, and I don't know that we can cover everything in one show, to be perfectly honest. Well, we always say that because truth, well, that's safe. It's basically making little places where we can have a future show and we can't come up with an idea. Shush. I am never at a want don't, for ideas. Don't pull the curtain down. I'm, I'm, I always have something that we can talk about. Oh, that's true. You're always full of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the idea man. All right. Um, so let's, I guess, first thing we need to do is let's define truth. Yeah, as give, us in, the, give us the Webster's. You know. Webster's right. is our go-to still for the American Yeah, language. well, this is actually, I went to Oxford. I went to oh, the Oxford. Oh, the OED? Yeah. All right. It's easier. Did, and took it back to its roots? Well, not necessarily all the way to its roots because that gets kind of convoluted and complicated i'm always interested in that though. but well, well hang on okay so truth here we go the quality or state of being true well that doesn't help <laughs> what's truth it's, well, it's, well, it's being it's true something being true yeah okay thanks uh the next one that which is true or in accordance with fact or reality well mm, why I, couldn't you have just said in accordance with fact or reality why did you have to say that which is true Truth. We know that's what the word means. <laughs> that which is true. We hmm. get it. But the reality part, I have, where, what is reality now? Ah, well, yeah. Yeah, okay. And finally, a fact or belief that is accepted as true. Okay. Hmm. That brings up some interesting kind of. Well, because you th- they threw belief in there. Yeah, as far yeah. as uh, as far as where the word comes from, it's uh, old English, uh, Middle English. It's old German as well, and old Saxon. Uh, they've got bunches of words that all are spelled very similarly, and probably would have sounded very similar, uh, be it whether it was in England or if it was in Germany or if it was in Norway. And it's uh, the word. One of the words is truge, but it, the the idea is having good faith and. The word is also derived from a word that means tree, and a tree was considered steadfast. That you know that it was always yeah oh, yeah okay except in Louisiana during hurricane season. Well, um, so they probably would have been that word would have been um, developed 
for bargaining for well, they came situations up, where they had to have some sort of agreement. Right. And But as we know, truth is always, as we're going to talk about, kind of a, a hard target to hit. And what happened with the Germanic English is it split, and I'm not going to get into the pronunciations or anything, but they created two forms of truth. Okay. They had one which was fidelity mm-hmm. and one that was factuality. So fidelity meaning in, in the family relationships. Right, family Domestics. or warrior, but basically putting your honor. It's the idea of fidelity. It's it's what you believe. It, it's truth to your whoever, whereas factuality was something that was considered just it's obvious, like this is a table. That's factuality. <laughs> That's factuality. That's truth, but it's factual truth. Okay. The other one is the one that requires effort, if you think about it, fidelity. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't say this table has fidelity. I, it's just a table. You know, fidelity comes from something, a bond of some sort. Okay. So it has a lot of, and then there's uh, some stuff about the Greeks and the uh, people from uh, India, Sanskrit, uh, that all of these kind of coalesce around these two things. Fidelity, which is being true to yourself and to someone else. And factuality, which is something that is just so obvious that it's not worth even having. That you shouldn't even have to say it because everybody can see it. Right. But we've come to a point in time where I think even things that we see can get twisted, manipulated. And the truth about what we've all seen has changed. Yeah. And the Greeks are going to take these two ideas and they're going to go. Split them. They're going to go way deeper. It's the Greeks that actually are the first ones to go, no, truth, there's a lot more going on with the idea of truth. Okay, there was a quote I wrote down the other day because it just kind of struck me as a, a truth, which is the truth is never about what should have happened. It's what did happen. Right. So it's not what you want it to be or to have been. But that's when memory comes in and plays a part because sometimes you your memory will no, I have remember a, I have things. A perfect memory. I never no, you anything. do not. <laughs> no, you do not. You are human, and therefore the truth is that we don't. Our brains. Well, who they, told you? <laughs> science. I listen to the science, oh. not political science. <laughs> no, you don't want to listen to that. Not political science. God Fa- no. Fauci is in trouble. <laughs> He's in trouble. He's a- People are questioning that man's truth. Well, and they probably should. They should. Well, he has many of them that contradict. Okay, so back to the beginning. <laughs> I I have an article that says that um, lying started. You know, goes all the way back to Adam and Eve. <laughs> that that was the first grand the first, lie. The first grand lie that we know about. Yeah, hmm. that darn snake. <laughs> Yeah, sneaky snake. He's a, he's a <laughs> sneaky snake. <laughs> that is a that is well. That's just unfortunate. It did, what that it, it's all it's built on? It's all built on a lie. on mistrust, and and well, you alter the language, and it changes the severity of what you're saying. Misinformation or a lie, which is worse? Hmm. Well, but who who committed the lie? Well. The snake. Really? Yeah. And then and then she then deceived Adam through a lie of omission. I think the snake was probably pretty forthright in what they were attempting to do. 
You okay. think? Well, well no, not to her. her. She was naive. Oh, she did not have knowledge. Victim. That was the whole point. She was a victim. <laughs> <laughs> she was naive was and ignorant to to what was about to happen. And then she misled Adam by denying part of the story. Right. Lies of omission are still lies. That's true. If you read it, that's one sided. That's biased. And but aren't we intelligent enough to question that? Well, we should be without getting too emotionally involved, but unfortunately, we're emotional creatures. Yeah, yeah. I've got some things about the psychology of of lies and how we justify to ourselves, um, you know, for emotional. Oh, thank God I can lie to myself. Oh, God. You know how hard it would be to get through this world if you actually were honest with yourself all the time? Huck Finn, <laughs> said, Huck Finn says you can't pray a lie. Yeah, well. So, yeah, uh, anyway. All right. So what, what do you you want to go to um, things that we believe as people, you know, lose most of the heat through the top of your head? Well, let's uh, let's talk a little more about the the, the history. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm sorry. That's OK. It's OK. Uh, you know, it's not that big a deal. We we because uh, the question I had was one of when the Greeks got a hold of uh, truth and they began trying to figure out, you know, that would you know what is truth they have these guys called sophists they were the first ones and spelled similar to sophocles uh yeah it's similar yeah okay anyway um sophists were in search of what is truth okay the core yes and trying to trying to figure that out and socrates comes along and says that absolute truth whatever that is is knowable and then we communicate best when we communicate only truth. Hmm. Well, then we're not communicating very well now because everybody has their own truth. Well, isn't that the problem? It is. He didn't help. He he, <laughs> he made a platitude, but it doesn't really help you. Well, look, if they've been wrestling, if they wrestled with it and we're still wrestling with it, um, then we're never going to get there as a species. Well, that's true. And now Socrates Is that true? <laughs> Socrates had a student named Plato who said we can arrive at the truth and the way we do it is dialectic, questioning and testing. Questioning, yeah. Together the two of them said that wisdom is not based on possessing truth. Wisdom is on being aware of one's ignorance of it. And therefore and then pursuing and then always pursuing the answering it. the question, yeah. Yes. Well, that's what I tell. That's I did that at the beginning of the year with my students. Structured thinking. You have a problem. Let's answer. Let's try to solve that problem through questioning. Right. Right. Um, and I, that's that's why Socrates ended up getting smacked around, though, because the sophists were in charge, kind of. Yeah. Of this philosophical, and it was idea. their truth they wanted. Well, they they believed that sophists were people who believed that the way you got to the truth was through debate. And logical twisting of language, and somehow you so could besting your debating competing verbal opponent. Yes. Well, I mean, okay, isn't that what the presidential debates are? So we can see how each uh, candidate handles that kind of right. situation. Because you got to be quick. Sophists say that's practical truth. That that's a truth that you have to you can't come to without rhetoric and being able to verbally counter yeah well and they're all trained in in yes. rhetoric and the skills of, of oratory so that's what they oh, were wait, always looking oration. for oration the stronger argument through debate 
But uh, you well, know, just because you can do that though doesn't necessarily mean that you're the most honest and forthright. Maybe it just means you're the best at at twisting mm-hmm. and. And that's what got so- uh, that's what got Socrates in trouble. He got people to start questioning. Not damn those. They weren't questions. debating. They were asking questions. Yeah. And if you ask the because right if you use the Socratic method, then you're never answering. I don't answer questions. I only ask them. Well, you know what happened? People in power started getting young upstarts going, "Hey, yeah, what, what about, about this?" Yeah. And they're like, "Where'd you get an idea like that?" Well, this guy Socrates <laughs> is uh, talking down in the uh, agora, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> He sounds pretty wise. I've been listening to a lot of what he says. And, uh, and, then and he, we're gonna, that, that guy goes, have yeah. you heard about this uh, Socrates guy? You need to send some people down there to su- shut that shit down. Break his legs. <laughs> 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 Just get him. So that's the Sophas. Okay. Sophas right. supposedly could make well, so, anybody believe anything. <laughs> well, then modern media just studied that. Well, that's that's where we're going. Advertising and, yeah. Well, we've talked about the news becoming entertainment, not news in the 70s. And that shifted the economic drive of newscasters. Well, that's been the last, yeah. Yeah. Now, and it, and it, so at the point where those two, advertising and, and news came together in order to make a profit, and we started getting, you know, entertainment news. <laughs> entertainment news. <laughs> well, well, think about it. We were going to hell from that point on. Right. Well, and that, and that where do Americans, you know, if, if you're going to talk about truth, and that's been the big fight recently with politics, right? And okay. Yeah. Division of the country. If we want we've to move we've into clearly more, seen it since then. Yeah. Into a more modern era. Right. Okay. And uh, so people will figure this out and everything will be fine. Right. Right away. Here soon. Everything's going to everything's going to get better. And uh, there was a story I read just to bring it up to a more a more modern time about Nazi Germany after the war. Oh, yeah, this was really interesting. And the question was, how do societies recover after years of lies? So now remember, in our country right now, both sides believe the other side is always lying. Yes, yes. No matter what. Well, we still have flat earthers out there, so that's not well, surprising. Know, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of bizarre. But it had to do with Germany after World War II. You might think after World War II, while they were sitting around looking at their country that had been laid waste because of the Nazi uh, scourge, that they would have been very uh, knowing about who was responsible for the war. Yeah, and wanting to clean up that image. (laughs) And it turns out mm, that didn't happen. It was years, it was years before Germans began to take credit, I guess, for World War II. (laughs) Margaret Bork White, the famous photographer in 1946, discovered that this just wasn't true that a woman she talked to said, you know, that they were convinced that Germany was not responsible for World War II. And <laughs> it was not until 1960 that half of Germans believed half. Germany was responsible for the war. I bet you still find some old folks there that, I'm sure. that are still <laughs> it convinced wasn't, that it wasn't them. It wasn't until nearly 1970 that two thirds of the country believed it. So, you know, good and well, there's yeah. people that don't believe it. Oh, yeah. And it also turned into a thing where they said, well, let's see how far this goes. So for the idea, again, of how do you recover from a country that's just full of lies, it wasn't until the 60s that the, that the majority of Germans began to say, you know, that 
yeah, we were sort of bad. Sort of responsible. About what happened well, to the Jews. So who did they think was responsible? Well, they don't look at it that way. They don't have a, a scapegoat for that. They just, so that's the, uh, that's the psychological, emotional. Well, um, here's the thing, though. In 1961, 75% of Germans said, when polled, believed still that Jews were of a different race <laughs> and they continued to perceive Jews as the Nazis had painted them, namely a race apart, not German, and certainly not welcome. And that, but that that's was the, the I mean, yeah, seventy five percent still so believe still, it. Generations, it's generational. It's that hand me down um, information from your your ancestors that somehow you hold on to. Um, you know, we'd like to even believe when confronted by the the, the truth, the camps. Yeah, and they're still going to be like no. Mm-hmm. You justify it, and that's that's part of emotional reasoning. Uh, psychologically, you'd like to think that you know we can't be swayed by our emotions like that, but we absolutely are. We'd like to you know think that we're logical and reasonable people, but unfortunately, that's just not the case. Um, no, <laughs> you know, our emotional because we need to justify in our head. If I feel this way about something, then I I'm going to justify or twist everything factual presented to me to fit my narrative. And well, right. that helps us. I mean, that allows us to confirmation bias. You know, we so, seek out information that supports what we already believe and especially what we feel. Well, that's part of the issue, isn't it? It is. Well, it's, you said it in the definition, well, belief. <laughs> Truth is our belief. I mean, when we listened to uh, oh. Colbert, when we heard Colbert <laughs> say that that night, we were just we were ecstatic because it it brought a label to what we had been talking about already. As a matter of fact, you're correct. I know I'm correct. And that brings us to tonight's word: truthiness. <laughs> now I'm sure some of the word police, the wordanistas over at Webster's, are going to say, "Hey, that's not a word." Well, anybody who knows me know that I'm no fan of dictionaries or reference books. They're elitist, constantly telling us what is or isn't true or what did or didn't happen. Who's Britannica to tell me the Panama Canal was finished in 1914? If I want to say it happened in 1941, that's my right. I don't trust books. They're all fact, no heart. And that's exactly what's pulling our country apart today. Because face it, folks, we are a divided nation. Not between Democrats and Republicans or conservatives and liberals or tops and bottoms. No. (laughs) We are divided between those who think with their head and those who know with their heart. (laughs) Consider Harriet Myers. If you think about Harriet Myers, of course her nomination's absurd. (laughs) But the president didn't say he thought about his selection, he said this. I know her heart. Notice how he said nothing about her brain. He didn't have to. He feels the truth about Harriet Myers. And what about a rock? If you think about it, maybe there are a few missing pieces to the rationale for war, but doesn't taking Saddam out feel like the right thing? Right here? Right here in the gut. Because that's where the truth comes from, ladies and gentlemen. The gut. Do you know you have more nerve endings in your stomach than in your head? Look it up. 
Now, somebody's going to say, I did look that up, and it's wrong. <laughs> well, mister, that's because you looked it up in a book. <laughs> Next time, try looking it up in your gut. <laughs> I did. And my gut tells me that's how our nervous system works. <laughs> now, I know some of you may not trust your gut yet. But with my help, you will. The truthiness is... Anyone can read the news to you. I promise to feel the news <laughs> at you. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, Stephen Colbert from The Colbert Show. When, oh, that was when, years back ago. Back when he used to be funny. and uh, Yeah, but he was playing a role. I see the dogs are going off again. Well, Bella knows he's faking. <laughs> Bella, it's just, she's upset by his in, inaccuracies. But uh, by the way, well, Her- Harriet, get- Harriet Myers uh, had been nominated to be a judicial court judge, uh, Supreme Court judge, uh, associate justice, and she had never been a judge ever. He nominated somebody who had never, ever, and she'd only been a, a process lawyer. So when they questioned her in the Senate, she couldn't answer simple constitutional questions. <laughs> she she didn't so, practice. Right. <laughs> she's like Kamala Harris. She's not prepared. Well, she she was prepared to make decisions based on her gut on her feelings yeah and she thought that would get her through her heart in, in that kind of situation even yeah. republicans went no no i don't think so no, george uh <laughs> you got to find somebody else well you know he's right though I so mean, there you go anybody can write a book anybody can and it's put true. words down and say things and, and isn't that what the problem is now <laughs> anybody can write a book anybody can publish their own anything. book we can put anything out there people can even have their own podcast Anybody can do it. It doesn't take all that much. Just a little stimulus check. Yeah. I mean, honestly. And then you got it. There you You go. COVID. Thank you, COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. Um, Well, you know, we'd like to believe in a coherent, logical world. And it's just. It's just not true. Well, but and, we're pattern seekers. I mean, as human beings, that's part of what we do. We like to see, you know, consistency. And we are we like so, stability. It, we're it's, so it's, far from that. And we haven't had it in a while. But, no, it's it's been so. Which kind of brings us to, I guess, to the social media side of it. Oh, dear Lord. I mean, that hasn't helped the, when it comes to truth. The psychological uh, side of, so, says, uh, the changing landscape of truth, social media's slippery slope. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's compounded the problem of fake news. Right. I mean, there have always been those things. Well, and the problem, too, just the term fake news. Yeah. A lot. There are people who don't believe anything on the news is true. There are my. Well, but things get twisted so often and then you believe something for a while and then all of a sudden somebody says that's not true, but it's already become kind of ingrained in your in your psyche. And you, you know, you still say those things. Well, you find that kind of stuff out as you grow up, too. I mean, we, yeah. we just did a show about the pilgrims and people <laughs> who are suddenly discovering that it wasn't all. It wasn't all you know, true that cranberry way. Cranberry sauce and turkey. Well, that, the le- <laughs> legend, right? We turned it into a myth. Well, yeah. And there's something But, but, but there. taught it as truth, which is probably a bad thing. Uh, and Yeah. Yeah. And so what is what again, we're still trying to hit this nail on the head that what is truth, you know, and for a long time in media, Mm -hmm. there was a there was a rule that you had to give equal and 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 fair coverage to to both sides to news stories. Well, that's how I was raised. And that's what I believe. Daddy and I would always watch the national news together. And and that was the one thing he would always 
instruct and they'd give an editorial at some point at the end. But you knew it was an editorial. But that's exactly it. He said, now this, now the reporter is going to give us his opinion, you know, right? and you had trusted newscasters. You weren't worried about them only providing you with uh, part of the story. And more importantly, (laughs) they still weren't at that time. They weren't. Funded, for a profit. funded by the entertainment division yeah. of the major networks. They weren't required to make a profit. Right. And that was the thing. It was it was to do the best journalism. Just that th- they were like a newspaper, mm-hmm. but on TV. Yes. And their their goal originally had been to provide news and information that people could use and in an unbiased way. They were always really big. They used to be really big oh, about being unbiased. But once the corporate America got its hooks into these television stations and wanted a profit, mm-hmm. you know, the advertising dollar, and then, and they were shooting for a specific demographic. And then our and, newscaster became somebody that was looked up to and, and idolized, or right. they had to have a certain look and because, you know, they need to be pleasing. And they're us. always trying to bend to whatever the the newest thing the, is the feel of the, of the, the nation nation. Right. Well, and it used to be the nation. Now it's no longer the feel of the country. Now it's the feel of, I don't know, pharmaceutical company or whoever's paying the, the bills. Right. But you can't, you, it's not something you can actually verifiably prove just because everything on a station is sponsored by Pfizer doesn't necessarily mean that they wouldn't do a critical story of Pfizer if, mm. yeah, because hmm. uh, because they want to be fair and balanced, and in, in in news, that's still the rule, oh, you right? Mean, you're talking back then. Well, back then, I'm sure that because I'm not well, seeing Edward R. anything. Murrow, Edward okay. R. Murrow is a good yeah, example. Yeah, let's go back to somebody who was a reputable before Walter Cronkite. <laughs> before Walter Cronkite, because Walter um, was my guy during my childhood. What did he say? Um, he said he, a lot. He did, but this is a good one. American traditions and the American ethic require us to be truthful. But the most important reason is that truth is the best propaganda and lies are the worst. To be persuasive, we must be believable. To be believable, we must be credible. And to be credible, we must be truthful. It's as simple as that. So there you go. That's that's a newsman. We must be truthful. We pursue the truth, even if we don't like it. But you know that that's not how it works now. Well, no, because you know that Americans don't always want to hear the truth because it it doesn't fit emotionally or it you don't want to stress it. Well, no, they do want to stress us out. I mean, it's fear porn. We've talked about that. Yeah, so that's true. They, it's not that they don't mind upsetting us or keeping us in a constant state of chaos, which they absolutely do. And well, on a psychological level, that's very damaging. And when you don't know what to believe and you can't trust anybody, I mean, look, our most basic relationships are built on trust. Yeah. So the relationship that we as citizens have with our country, um, we're in trouble. I think so. Let me do uh, one more real quick because it kind of leads us on to the next thing. Edward R. Murrow again. It will be a dangerous day for American broadcasting if we ever reach the point where they who have the most money are allowed to dominate the marketplace of ideas. Ooh, that hasn't happened. Thank goodness that hasn't happened. Well, it did. And, it happened and, in the 70s, and now it's just... But now we have social media, and we have companies controlling that, and they do control it. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're free countries. Again, They always that's always the argument, right? They're mm-hmm. companies. They can do what they want. 
but clearly they do have agendas. There's no question they have agendas. Uh, and the media has an agenda one way or the other. Fox News is clearly to the oh, right. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, CNN well, is clearly to the left. Well, and that confirmation bias, you go to the one that supports of the course. things you believe. Of course. There's no question that the uh, each side believes the other side's news channel, a dominant news channel, is wrong. So the media, the main media, the three networks, try to offer us, you would think, an unbiased view of the news. You have to go to all three. <laughs> Well, you have to hunt around. You do. You have to hunt around. And that's part of the problem, too. But what if if the problem isn't that, but that they no longer believe there are two sides to a story? I think it's become clear that fairness is overrated. Well, before you run off and tweet that headline, let me explain a bit. The idea that we should always give two sides equal weight and merit does not reflect the world we find ourselves in. That the sun sets in the West is a fact. Any contrary view does not deserve our time or attention. Now, I know recent events assure that you won't have to look far to find more current and relevant examples. I think you get my point. Decisions to not give unsupported arguments equal time are not a dereliction of journalistic responsibility or some kind of agenda. In fact, it's just the opposite. Providing an open platform for misinformation, for anyone to come say whatever they want, especially when issues of public health and safety are at stake, can be quite dangerous. Our duty is to be fair to the truth. Holding those in power accountable is at the core of our function and responsibility. We need to hear our leaders' views, their policies and reasoning. It's really important, but we have to stand ready to push back and call out falsehoods. He was winning when he made that speech. He had won the Lester Murrow, Edward R. Murrow, Edward R. Murrow Award for journalism journalism yeah like he's going out like he's going out and pursuing stories <laughs> yes like the, the absolute it, truth murrow stood on a building while it was you know while the city around him was being bombed by the germans reporting what'd you do lester i don't know lester's history so maybe i shouldn't comment on lester well i think he's gone dangerous places but i don't think he was ever standing on top of a building while bombs were raining down around and on him. the surface what he said you can go like okay yeah, it sounds reasonable it sounds it sounds really intelligent and reasonable okay but he said but there were certain things there were key words in there there is no question and and look again not to jump into the whole trumpy thing but there's no question that the media was ready to go after trump day one Oh, yeah. They were very upset that he had won. I think a lot of the media, but once because they, they saw, are, tend, they tend to lead to the left. They do. But once they saw all the fodder that they were going to get from his presidency, I I think well, they just enjoyed the whole battle. They might have. Information but, but warfare. But I still think that the vast majority of them wanted Hillary to win and expected Hillary to win. Oh, yeah. I think the country and expected Hillary Trump, to win. I thought that's man, what was going to happen. A man that was built by media. Oh, yeah. Let's not kid ourselves. Oh, yeah. I grew up in the they 70s. They built him. I, we watched him. And then we get pissed off when their creation takes over. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well. But anyway, so the media, don't expect the media to be completely unbiased anymore simply oh, because no. of the money involved in producing news. No, because it's, it is information. And advertising it revenue. is information warfare. And uh, an Israeli intelligence officer in an article in New the New Yorker magazine said that uh, 
now you can just do whatever you want. You can be whoever you want with the advent of the Internet. It, we have now a new arsenal of tools for manipulation. You know, everything from hacking, aliases, uh, bots, websites that don't go anywhere that aren't legit, yeah. fabricated content, social media avatars posting fake news. I mean, it it's, just we're it's being hammered. endless. We are being gaslighted. I say it every flipping day now. You know, it's you another say that, ex- but young example. people probably have no idea No, they do. Means. It's a resurgence of that term. I mean, I'm using it because I grew up watching Hitchcock and reading well, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Gaslight. Well, yeah. But but no, they've taken that now. It, I'm seeing that come up okay. more and more that they do understand. And that's we can't stay in this constant state of not trusting and not believing because everything now is questioned. Well, you remember what they say. If you can't beat them with if you can't beat them with the truth, baffle them with bullshit. Well, we've been baffled with bullshit since Barnum. Well, before Barnum. I had an article here about Barnum. But, uh, you know, it goes back like to the UFO sightings in the 50s. That's the first time that I've ever con- consciously understood how if you barrage people with enough and just bullshit. just keep those stories out the truth there. Can, yes. can't, can't find the light of day. Exactly. Well, in 2002, there was a story from um, a flight from Scandinavia to the U.S. where they said a woman had to be pried by a rescue team from a high-pressure vacuum flush that sealed her to the toilet on the Boeing 767. That was the story that came out in January. It was featured in dozens of newspapers, websites, TV reports. You know, Reuters said that unnamed woman had filed a complaint with the airlines. Uh, They had quotes from, from technicians, and, you know, it just... Uh, by all appearances, was a legit story. Finally, days later, it turned out to be untrue. The airline claimed it was a combination of a fictional exercise from staff training with something similar that had happened, a, a real thing. Uh, but nobody ever filed a complaint. So, But the Sky Story... So the sky, incident itself... Yeah, Sky Toilet story has stuck. Sky, yeah, sky people, people still believe sky it. It's a great toilet. story. It just never happened, you know. <laughs> and there are tons of those uh, urban legends where there might be some sort of grain in there, but things got... Me- and we just, as humans, don't let that go. Well, the but, story about a... I can't think of her name now, in New York, where supposedly all the people... People heard her oh, being Kitty, Kitty Genovese. Genovese? Yeah, yeah. I did that with my students. Yeah, because that she apparently and yelled. that story was everybody, everybody believed knew that that, that yeah, woman but, was killed, and people heard it and did nothing. And and see what's happened to society. That was the whole point yeah. of that. But that was the news reporter. She yes. consciously cr- crafted that, created that lie printed that story and had people up in, in arms. So again, not that, true at all. But she had an agenda. And she had an agenda. And she made something that was untrue in most people's minds and, yeah. true. And I don't know what her motivation was, whether it was to, to make society better better, or to make a name for herself. Because or, they, they they even used that incident to create good Samaritan laws yeah, in states. Yeah. They, and, the, and it didn't happen. And so it never happened. So did that lie help? I mean, uh, are good Samaritan laws... I mean, I, I guess they're okay. I, I have no idea. I don't know why we had to make a law to do for people to do what's right. But if somebody, like, you know, you see an accident or something and you don't get involved because you're scared you're going to get hurt, well, you can't be, I mean, you can Can you be held accountable now? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. We had a, an incident, and, and this is what I know of the story when I was in high school here in Lake Charles. Um, the mayor's wife um, choked in a restaurant and... 
and nobody helped her. Like there were apparently doctors in the room. Now this is the story that I was told that can't be true. at the time. She ended up in a coma and then eventually died. I mean, I, huh. I went to school with her siblings. Oh, I mean, not her siblings, her her children. Yeah, I got yeah, you. and uh, and that was apparently. Well, the I would story hope that's not time. true. I would hope that's not true too. <laughs> but here I am at my age. Are you kidding? Uh, I'm not I, helping her. I never, I'm a doctor. I could be sued. Well, yeah, and that was the that was the reason given in the story that I was related to several of us. You know, right? Whether or not that was the actual truth, I still don't know to this day. We got so but, much that we don't. But know. But it's part of, and I don't true, no. know how to go about looking it up. I'd have to actually consciously ask a former, you know, classmate. Hey, did so and so's mother actually? You know, is yeah. this what occurred? <sighs> she did die. She was in a restaurant when. So when that's whatever that's happened. a factual. So truth. that part of it. That is a truth. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Uh, had you heard that Snapple was uh, owned by the KKK? I didn't hear that actually. Oh, okay. Now it's supposedly run by Osama bin Laden. Hmm. Didn't he did? <laughs> Just. Well, well, they say he you is. Know, <laughs> you know. Um, but you yeah. noticed even that story when it came out, they were like two was it two guys or three guys were all saying they were the ones that shot him you know and it's like okay yeah and what's the purpose so so does motivation matter when people are telling is he dead lies or they're telling things they think are true they believe are true right man and people's and people's memory especially is one of those weird ones where you absolutely convinced something happened and it did not happen. Yeah. It happens oh, all the time. And you People. take it from dreams. Another yes. another part that, of that. our truths come from our dreams and they become part of our yes. memory. Sometimes your brain files it. it away as an actual thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and, Isn't that terrifying? So and, what do we ever believe? I don't know. I'm ready for meta. I'm, yeah, I'm, now, I'm doing it. <laughs> well, but meta, we were had a thing earlier talking about, uh, about meta, but, even well talking about truth though before we go into meta we can wrap up with meta um we have this thing about okay we have the pandemic the pandemic has certainly made news worse oh yeah pandemic apparently has made us all exhausted three and five americans are exhausted well i think there's a reason for that uh i uh listening to another podcast the great amazing podcast no agenda (laughs) Uh, i heard something i know you like your guys i heard something there and they provide show notes and all kinds of good stuff so you can find things yeah they actually uh, have their shit together maybe people are exhausted because of uh basically since the pandemic started or better yet since the vaccine came out that's really, but we know it started before that with the, you know, two maybe weeks the to, three and five who were exhausted got the shot. Well, it started with the two weeks to flatten the curve. That was the first yeah. big one. Oh, right? I remember. All Put on that. a mask, wash your hands. And in two weeks, we'll all go back to normal. Well, that didn't work out very well. So eventually we got the vaccine and the vaccine was going to be the winner. And we were always told, listen to the science, listen to the science. Science is truthful. Science is factual. So whatever they say is true. Well, over the last two years, it went like this. You're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Don't get sick. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. 
If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be an ICU unit and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early. And if you look at Israel, mm-hmm. which has always been a month to a month and a half ahead of us, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death. The booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. The plan is for every every adult to get a booster shot. Uh, clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in. No, I'll bet. Yeah. Well, now it's one of the best investments I've ever been involved it's in. It's like the guy in New Zealand I told you about today who who went 10 times in the same day and used other people's identities and got and got booster shots 10 in one day. 10 shots but in one day. But the story didn't say Did he mix them up? I, no, it didn't it didn't say what uh what brand he got okay. and it didn't say um, I wonder if this is true. Well, okay, I read it today. Yeah, I got, know. I, See, New Zealand, uh, and he got 10 shots, but they, I want him studied. What oh, happens yeah. medically when you get 10 in one day? I can tell you what. Because that's unethical for them to do scientifically, <laughs> but the information, I mean, he already did it, so they, we might as well find out. They come out in two out. weeks and say, his Johnson grew by three inches. You'll see guys Everybody's lined up around the block. Getting it. All the shot. men, all the men. Oh, my Lord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There's, I guess the, there's I, well, wait, I want to be fair. I want to be fair and, unbi- and unbiased. If they said that it would make uh, women's bus grow, <laughs> they would also line up. Oh, women, women would. Okay. Guys had to. You see what I was trying to make fair and balanced. Oh, balanced. Okay, but you've left out other genders? Ah, Mm. See, that's a a whole other issue. Yeah, that is a whole other issue. Gender is language, people. Gender is language. (laughs) Sex is, well, Okay, you left out theys. Theys? Thems and theys. Thems and theys. Yeah. I don't know about them. Oh, but that's the pronoun that I I got. What would they say about me not knowing about them? I don't know. Why don't you ask Dave Chappelle? <laughs> That's so much, so much uh, social just, media news. Now. He's dug himself a. You got a terrible. Okay, so wait. Erdogan in then, Turkey is upset about social media, saying they're they're providing un they're horrible, unfactual information. But he has a solution. Huh? What? He's going to create a government body that will determine what the truth is, and if you say something in the media that's not mm, fitting in their agenda. Fit their- truth then by god you'll pay a fine and go to prison that'll teach you oh wait a minute 1984 that's weird it's it's unspeak (laughs) jeez we call it gov fear so we is is bigfoot real no but we 
still have that. We they yeah. they did oh, shows. I mean, they did a television show that yep. lasted. I don't know. They I, left Danishes out for him. Do you want me to Google how long the Bigfoot show was on? I don't. God, <laughs> In no, search that'll, of Bigfoot. That'll just make me sad. Okay, hang on. In okay, I'm gonna find out. So, because I. I really wonder if we know it's not true, but they did a whole show about it that lasted, um, you know. Well, you know, I can't account for what some people believe, but I just don't buy the whole Bigfoot thing. I'm sorry. Well, I don't either, but society as a whole seems, I mean, Loch Ness, I know that's not true. I know why they did it, and yet it's They went out in the woods, in the thick woods of Washington State or Oregon, one of the two, and they found the, the uh, you know, the the death hornet that they were talking about for a while six years six years six years then the finding bigfoot couldn't find him they found that uh those devil hornets or whatever they're called the big giant hornets yeah they found their nest within six months you mean to tell me they can find that but they can't find but they can't find the bigfoot well but bigfoot is is thinking he's he's you know sentient so So he's actively what escaping actively evading that big thing actively escaping (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> and you know by now, if he was out there, some hunter would have seen him and shot him. So we have all these ghost shows. We have all these. Mm. And that was always my thing with the people who were fans of the ghost shows. Like, do you not think if we actually had really found a ghost, you know, without argument, well, I that it wouldn't like be all over the news? Yeah, I don't buy it. But they do these shows and people watch. I don't buy the, right, I don't well, buy the ghost nonsense either. I don't I think, think we're uh, going to get to the truth of any sorry, of that. I don't, I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, we're going to continue to believe I don't things. believe in magic. Um, okay. That's not true. You can't. Now, here's the thing. I believe in sleight of hand and magic and, as we call it performed well that, by a person. That's deception. But that's just deception. I don't care for magicians. Deception. I don't like parades. I don't like magicians. Well, you know, remember what you do with parades. You just go the other way and then it fast forwards. Yeah, you try to get. Although Animal House Parade, I did like that parade. Yeah, I'm not a parade fan either. But no, I don't care for that. And people are like, oh, you get candy. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm my truth. I can just buy candy. No. Although I, we did take our kids to Mardi Gras when they were <laughs> That's little. That's different. Because when you got kids, no. you do stuff you yeah. don't want to do all the time. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I didn't want to wipe their butts, but, you know, that's what just for, kind of for the part memories. of the deal. For the memories. you got to have <laughs> but, the memories. But so what are we going to do about this truth thing then? Um, I mean, we're going to continue to struggle as humans So meta, we're all going to go into the metaverse. Mm-hmm. And they're, we're going to have little blocky... Uh, Avatars. Well, your avatar. And you'll, be, you'll be able to be anything you want. You can craft your own truth, and you can fit make your world fit your truth. You mean I could be a lady? You could. Hmm. You would be sexy. Oh yeah. But you got to shave that beard off, and then I want a wig on you. Mm, heavy, shoulder heavy length. Heavy blue eyeshadow. Shoulder length. Um. <laughs> It's going to have to be a lighter color hair because you've got that pale white skin. No, I would make an ugly woman. Hmm. Now, a little avatar, it doesn't matter. You can just make it whatever you want, right? I'm going to be hippie but thin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want the ratio? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm not going to deny my my hips. Hips don't Hips lie. Don't lie. <laughs> That's where I was going. Damn it. Damn it. Beat you to it. I know. I don't have a button. I can't rickroll you. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to be honest. I, I, I guess I should come clean. I shaved my head. I, I actually have a full head of hair. <laughs> 
I was terrified to shave that off of you the first time yeah, well. after we decided, you know what, I think you might look cooler and younger if we just shave it all off. But I was so nervous. It turned out to be true. It turned out to be true. At but least then you at looked, the time. But you, it was, you were still a little early, so you kind of got that skinhead vibe. Yeah, I caught a little flack People, right at first. Because... Well, mainly from the restaurant. Initially, when I, you're kind of intimidated. The restaurant I worked at, uh, a couple of the, the brothers were a little leery. But they knew. But once you spend some time with people, I just flat told them. I said, know. "No, it's not that." I said, "I'm, I'm it's practical." You know what? If you're bald and you've got that little patch of hair around your head, but with nothing on top, I mean, just is is cut that it. how we craft our truth as well? Like by our by what we put forth. You know, the way you dress, the way you present yourself. Um, I mean, if I want to have blue hair, what well, am think I saying? about the word bald. There's look, he's bald. That's and he might have hair on some of his head. Or look well, at now, him, he's bald and have no hair on his head. Both things are true. Are true. Mm. Yeah. It's a measure. It's a. Um, you know what? We're, we're it, getting, we're, we're getting, getting close to an hour. Yeah, I are. know. I know. Okay. So, cause we haven't solved any real we're, truths except uh, that yeah. we're being manipulated all the time. Um, the, the end of the psychological story that I read that about how this affects us constantly questioning and not knowing what is actual truth and then it, it lists like five things that we should be doing and basically all of them require a good deal of time fact checking reading multiple right you know um when i can't even scroll a website once i've searched for a blanket because i've got 80 80 ads right. in a 10 minute period for blankets of the best blankets every I, one of them I is can't. the best blanket so i i look up something about, you know, fear porn. And now my, my, <laughs> my advertisements are, yes, I can't do that. And this crap is linked to my school stuff. And I, uh, well, not anymore. Yeah. I go back to school and I, and I open my browser your... and it's, it's like the wow, last thing I searched you? for at home. Oh, that's because of your uh, Microsoft OneDrive yes, sharing every I bit know. of information it but possibly has. But that's my point. Everything is all inter. Well, inter no, here your OneDrive. You can turn off your school OneDrive. I do, but then it comes back on all on its own. Computers are doing shit behind our back. Well, just turn it off. Just like the weather, and we have no control. Speaking of the well, weather, I'm, I'm, um, I know it's a downer, but those poor people who just experienced all those storms, we in this yeah, area, um, there's no measure of oh, this this is worse than this. You know, disaster yeah, is I've worse than this that we've already talked about. That um, what is true people, is a bunch of people are suffering. Uh, are homeless and communityless. I mean, they don't have anything their town is gone and that happened in a three blocks from our son and his wife's no 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 not that big giant one no not the big giant one they had tornadoes in their area though that they were they were close they weren't they weren't that um is that that close but down the road their little family has been waiting so long to get in a home and i've four years and i'm just that was terrifying it was it was and you know what there's a truth right there Mm-hmm. You want a truth? That's a truth. That there are people suffering, and and there are people there helping. And we and we know that, and that's a uh, maybe that's it. Maybe our that maybe that's the only truth. You know, we've got layers and layers of nonsense, uh, as Thornton Wilder said in our town, when it comes to humans. And uh, well, the, the new thing for me with news is, is it worth knowing? Yeah. Do I need to know this? Um, well, their tag- should, I, should I know this? Their tagline says, all the news you need to know. I don't want them deciding. But they do decide. I know that. 
we report, you decide. No. And it's too much you, to go digging. You decide and then report. That's really what's yeah. happening, you know. You um, yeah, they don't go dig up stories. Not really. They would let wait for things to happen or or wait or to see it to on Twitter. Them. Yeah, somebody calls them and says, "Hey, Twitter." Oh, the Twitter story. So, Nancy Pelosi's makeup was yeah. smeared. None of that stuff matters. If it's not that important, it just doesn't matter. Uh, if you see it, you can read it. But I just don't accept anything as true if it doesn't. It, there's a innate. It doesn't bullshit. fit your. It doesn't fit your. No, emotional. there's a bullshit. There's a bullshit meter. Oh, there's a book called Bullshit, and it's all about that. And I have a. I have a pretty decent bullshit meter. I do too. My especially daddy was when it very, comes to media. Uh, my dad was very um, um, skeptical. Occasionally, I get. I get bullshitted and that's fine you know it happens everybody should get bullshitted occasionally i i myself have been known to fling the bullshit oh thick and and sticky (laughs) and uh that's okay uh a lot of times for humor humorous purposes well yeah and that's fine if people know you that's the problem with the internet too is they don't know i yeah and not very many people i have hundreds of people but i they don't all know me i'm sure there are things i say that if you can see my wearing masks was rough yeah that was hard on me too i couldn't use my sarcasm i am a i am just a smile magnet i can't not smile most of the time i use my facial expressions to let the kids know when i am in a bullshitting bullshitting. (laughs) and uh so if If there's no dimple he's telling the truth it's it's a problem uh so you know anyway yes all right well there we go we once again have solved nothing absolutely nothing excellent people life is difficult you got to find your balance and and when it all gets too much just turn it off and go outside (laughs) go sit with your family stroke a furry wall stroke a furry wall you need a jeffrey we all need a big the whole world needs a jeffrey and a furry wall (laughs) that's i have a furry carpet all right well and a new bed yeah adjustable this community is sleeping Put in four wheels on it it would uh, be equal to a used car in, in cost <laughs> yeah. and it's uh, expensive. in fact i feel like putting tires on it just so i can justify the expense i want to show it off yes <laughs> <laughs> well community um hope you have a great week me too i we'll see you in two uh, well actually uh oh school will be out we're going to be having hopefully Ooh. real soon uh the gentleman that created yes. my opening number yes. uh and land we- and blood coming in and yeah, maybe, he'll, be, maybe yeah. he'll regale us with a tune g long's gonna have a guest i don't know if i need to participate and we're gonna talk not. uh we're gonna talk uh just general stuff but he's a great musical artist and he's local and i imagine if you got little needs and stuff he'd, he'd be more than happy to yeah work with you in fact you're gonna play out our uh our version that he gave us that's right in fact it's going to happen right now push the button